everybody. Paul Jancarella here from Profits and Success. Here to bring you another podcast episode from Online Marketing for Life. And that's the number four. Okay, everybody. I wanted to bring you a message. <laughs> I was going to say brief, but I don't know how brief it can be with a a guy like myself that likes to chirp. Uh, but I was told to make the most of yourself by fanning the tiny inner sparks of possibility into flames of achievement. You know how you fan a, a fire when you're first starting it and you got a little bit of a, a glow? You know, you try to get it and you fan it a little bit. That's the exact same thing we do by being ourselves of success. Matthew Kelly shared uh, a great um, little video, How to Make Great Decisions and Become a a Decision Maker. Every area of your life will improve if you become better at making decisions. You may think that that's far-fetched or not the case, but it's uh, entirely true because it involves a lot making decisions, especially uh, key decisions in our life. And the more we put them off or don't make a decision, we're making a big decision by not making one, if you can follow me in that respect. But there were five ways of becoming better at decision-making. And the first one was take your time, Uh, not forever, but don't rush a decision, especially if it's a big one. And Bob Proctor would say the same, but he would put a, he'd probably quantify it and, you know, don't make it any uh, less or don't make it, make it less than a minute. And you're probably thinking, what the heck? Bob Proctor saying, you have to learn to make big key decisions in, other, in under 60 seconds. And some do it in less than 30. And once you become good at it, you'll understand how. The second point is to be honest with yourself. Try to look objectively at the pros and the cons. Don't jump in and say, oh, I want this and I want that, and, and you get all bias from emotion. You want to be uh, objective. That's why it says try to look objectively at the pros and cons, and that will help you considerably. The third uh, point to become better at making decisions is consider your options through the lens of your values and priorities. You know, what's, what's valuable most to you, what you value, what your priorities are. And if you view the decision through that type of a lens, you're going to be happier with the outcome for sure. And then the fourth one, what are you missing? You know, look to things that you might be missing. In many situations, we don't see all of our options. So go through it. Say, geez, what am I missing here? 
are, are there something in this key decision that uh, I'm not seeing? And a lot of times we get hoodwinked in that when we buy something uh, from a gimmick or from a offer that may not be all that it's wrapped up to be. The fifth and final one, and obviously there's more, uh, but these five are pretty good, is study decision-making. Read books about it. Ask people how they make the decisions. That's a fantastic one. You know, a good person to ask is Bob Proctor, because he'll tell you. He makes videos on it. So try to keep that in your periphery, if you will, uh, because that will help you in the long haul into whatever you're doing. Uh, And today's message by St. Bruno, who was his feast day today, uh, by your work you show what what you love and what you know. Let me say that again. By your work, you show what you love and what you know. At least it should be that way, folks. Because uh, if you love your work and you're passionate about it, then it's important to show both the love and the knowledge. And lastly, we have a nice little quote here. As we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. And I want to caution you, it's not being um, conceited. It's not being... um, patting your own uh, back or tooting your own horn here. It's letting your own light shine, the true you, the genuine you, the wholesome you, the caring you. And that will give people permission to do the same about themselves. And Darren Hardy today uh, shared a story and some insight in his Darren Daily email. He said, find your holy trinity, strength, passion, and profit. Uh, As some of you may or may not know, the holy trinity is the representation of God in the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Three divine persons in one God. And Darren uses it as strength, passion, and profit. And essentially what he's saying is the ratio of people quitting their jobs to total employment is the highest ever tracked. So in other words, people quitting as opposed to people employed, it's been the highest that's been ever uh, ever tracked um, officially. And that should say something, you know. And the situation that we're faced with is the pandemic um, changed a lot of people's attitudes and a lot of people's desires, some in a good way, some in a bad way. But he shared a story about the baby camel story, which I shared with you guys, uh, ironically, just a few weeks ago. And, you know, the baby camel story was essentially the baby camel asking the mama camel, you know, why do I have a hump? And she's like, it's to store water. So when you walk in the desert, 
He's like, well, I don't have these long legs and these rounded feet. He's like, that's to help you walk in the sand. And he said, well, why do I have these long eyelashes? And she's, that's to prevent sand from entering your eyes in the, in the event of a sandstorm. He's like, that's, that's well and good, but why are we here in the zoo then? You know, and, and, again, and again, sometimes that's where we find ourselves. You know, we're in a great job. We are making good income. We're happy. But there's just something not right about it. And we need to find um, our identity, if you will. You know, and you want to find out what roles are best for you or the staff that you are uh, monitoring. You know, what unique abilities can you bring to the table? And, and that's essentially uh, what our role is in life. You know, just don't go dancing for the sake of dancing. Dance with some energy, with some passion, with some emotion. Do you work with the same type of passion and emotion? That someone's always looking over your shoulder to receive some type of a benefit, you know, and just don't mail it in. Yeah, here you go, mail it in. You know, that's not the attitude to have. And I shared this story with my spiritual director uh, this afternoon, uh, which was very symbolic because it made sense to what we were talking about. And it's about hard, hard work is the key to success. You know, there, uh, there was a remote village where there lived a uh, farmer that worked extremely hard. And over the years, he was very successful with his farm. And he had three sons, although they were energetic and capable, they just really didn't work hard at all. You know, so the farmer was very concerned about his son's future. Then the farmer fell ill and called his sons in for a meeting. And he said to them that the land was laid full of treasure. This land that you walk on is filled with buried treasure. So when I die, dig the whole area for your reward. And when the father eventually died, they dug the whole property, every square inch of it. And it was difficult work, but the excitement of the treasure was even better. But there was no treasure. At least they didn't think there was. However, the digging led to healthier soil and better crops and more income. And the sons soon realized what their father meant. You see, the moral, hard work always pays off, even if you don't think it does, even though you think it may have been a waste. The fruits of hard work are always sweet. So, I will leave you with this. Take the initiative. Don't wait for someone to ask you to act. 
do it on your own. It's much more rewarding. And it's much more rewarding to do something when you're not expecting a reward as well. So that is the message for today. Uh, I will check in with you guys tomorrow, Lord willing. And in the meantime, be well, stay well. We'll talk to you soon.